Hi, and welcome to the Bee Podcast. This is Monica Steely, and I am taking the place of Amber Miller today. Um, our wonderful hostess with the mostest is, um, we. her and I have switched roles, and she's going to be facilitating today's discussion, and I'm so excited <laughs> yes. about this. So um, we're here with Amber Miller and Sarah Godey, and we are continuing week three in our Bee Forward Thinking um, You actually series. remember the... The name of the series. I do. So you're a little bit better than me. So, new job. So, but today we're talking about being forgiving and forgiveness. And I know that's going to probably hit home with quite a few listeners. There's probably a lot of areas that um, we all need to receive forgiveness. There's a lot of areas we need to give forgiveness. So, um, Amber, I'm going to pass it to you. Woohoo! Welcome aboard. Gosh, I feel like so, I'm so honored. I don't even know. <laughs> My goodness. Well, today we're talking about forgiving um, and forgiveness, which is just, um, it's, it's, a, it's a funny topic. It can be really great and it can be kind of hard and yeah. a little um, toe crushing. And yeah. so we've got a few Bible verses. I mean, there's only like a million verses about That's forgiveness right. in the yeah, Bible. Too bad so. you had a hard time finding stuff about forgiveness. <laughs> this one was hard, that for guys. You. So, um, I mean, we're just going to go over a few Colossians 3.13 says, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If someone happens to have a complaint against anyone else, just as the Lord has forgiven you and so also forgive others. Um, and that's, that's really the theme is, um, you know, we're forgiving as Christ forgave us. We also have second Corinthians 2.10 which says, if you forgive anyone for anything, I also forgive him. For indeed, what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, I did so for you in the presence of Christ. And um, one interesting thing that um, I have been thinking about with this whole forgiveness thing is um, we tend to emulate the God that we worship. Mm -hmm. And um, so whatever our view of God is, we're going to behave in that same way that we view him. Right. And I think that in my life, um, in the past that there've been times where I think that my, not that this is the way it is in the, in the scriptures, but in my perception and my view of God, I think I view God as being really good at doing forgiveness, but maybe not so great at being forgiving. Right. Like I, I never really, I don't know why it's just kind of a perception thing, but, um, I was reading Exodus 34, 6 and 7, and this is where um, God, you know, goes up on the mountain with Moses and he passes by in the cloud and and God's giving his name Jehovah. Um, And Moses has said, I want to know you. I want to know who you are. And and God says, "Okay, so this is who I am. And it says in Exodus 34, 6 and 7, then the Lord passed by in front of him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth, who keeps loving kindness for thousands and who forgives iniquity and Mm. transgression and sin. Yet he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. And I just love that because like God shows, like he says, okay, this is who I am. This is kind of the first time he's like describing himself to Moses. And he says, um, I am compassionate. I'm gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness. And I'm forgiving. I Mm. forgive iniquity and transgression and sin. Mm. And um, so God is saying like that he is forgiving, that he doesn't do forgiveness, that he is forgiving. And, um, and, you know, so if, if our view of God is of a God who is forgiving as opposed to a God who does forgiveness, then I think that we will be more forgiving in yes. nature. I love that. You know, um, I looked up the word for forgiveness in this verse in Exodus and it's Nasa, 
which means to bear up, to lift, to take away or to carry off. Mm. And I just love that because, you know, I think that when we think of forgiveness as taking away, what I was thinking of at first was, um, okay, so you're taking it away. Where are you taking it to? You know, the Bible says that God separates our sin as far as the East is Mm -hmm. from the West. But I think for us, you know, when we forgive, you know, we aren't separating sin. So where are we taking the sin to? And the more I thought of it, I, I think that we're taking the sin to God. I love that. And what I think that means is like taking the responsibility of justice mm-hmm. and revenge off of our own shoulders and putting it on God's shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because when we are, um, you know, we want revenge and when we have resentment, that's us kind of keeping that weight, that burden on us and forgiving is taking it away. And so um, I have a few kind of like ideas for the difference in doing forgiveness versus being forgiving. And one of the things that I think doing forgiveness means um, not forgiving consistently. Like doing forgiveness means inconsistent forgiving. Right. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because it's just something you do. You choo- you're choosing to just do it. It's yeah. not something you're being. Like here right. and there. Right. Like maybe there's some things that are unforgivable. Like I know in my life, there have been times where I really don't want to forgive someone mm-hmm. because like the thought of what that person did to me, you know, right. is, it's a lot harder to forgive certain people than it is others. Well, right. and I think you can apply that concept to a lot of what we've been talking about. Yeah. You know, if you are not truly kind and compassionate, merciful, whatever the word is, then you're going to be very inconsistent in how often you deliver that to other people. Yes. Right. So if it's intrinsically part of who you are, then most likely than not, it is going to be a very consistent part of your character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just going to come second nature for you because it's, it's in you. Yes. Yeah. Being forgiving means consistently forgiving every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's what God does. Right. Well, and it makes me think of too, how um, a lot of times when we have had our boundaries crossed or something has happened to us, you know, just because we choose to make a choice to forgive that first time doesn't mean that we're not going to wake up tomorrow and still be affected by it. And right. we have to choose again tomorrow to be forgiving of that. Yes. And then we have to choose again a week later when it comes yes. back mm-hmm. up again. Like it doesn't make <clears throat> it go away. No. And so that's where continual forgiveness comes in because, yes. you know, like if someone was abused as a child, say, right. sure. they have to make a continual choice every day to live in forgiveness and be forgiving in order that it not take them back over and bestow a root of bitterness. Yes. That's what I love. The, the picture that you gave of carrying it away. Mm. Like there's a beautiful image in that. And the fact that God knew that we were not created to carry that kind of burden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only he is, and he's our caveat. He's our bridge to being able to heal. So take it to him, give it to him. Don't hold on to it because right. he knows that we, we are not, sanctified enough like he is. I mean, he is God. Right. He is just, he knows what to do with those things. Us, Mm -hmm. it's going to chip away at us. It's going to mess with us. So Mm -hmm. even if it's something that's reoccurring every day, just taking it back to God and laying it at his feet and letting it go. And if you pick it back up again, you're taking it back and laying it back at his feet. Not, I've got to do this by myself. I have to forgive. It's really God giving us the ability to forgive in and through him because he can carry it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's been a reoccurring theme with B Mm -hmm. is that 
being is a process. Yes. It's not a destination. That's right. Right. It's, it's you know, a path. Well, and like intentionally we chose the word be. Yeah. Like, right. Not been. been. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like right. it's be like present, active, That's like right. right here, right now. And always be, will be. And always will be. Yeah. It's like be and being in the process of always. Yes. And that's very intentional. And that's true with forgiving it. You know, it's the same way when you're being forgiving, it's a process, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, how Mm -hmm. many times have you ladies been hurt or something? You don't go, okay, well I forgive that person done out of my mind. It's over. Well, there are some people I would argue that that's what they do. they never truly acknowledge. That's right. They don't allow themselves to go through the physical. It's like we were talking about compassion last week. If you've been hurt or there's been something that's caused you to turn that compassion off, you can do the same thing with forgiveness where you can say, Oh, I forgive him. And you move on. But really you haven't, and there's still that chasm in your relationship. Yes. And people walk away from relationships because they and don't want to deal yes. with it. And that is very different from having a boundary. That's right. And like, you yes. really know the difference. That's yes. right. Like in your heart, you know, the difference if you've put up a wall and kept yourself at arm's length yes. because you quote forgave, yep. or if you're establishing a boundary just for health sake. Boundary and avoidance are mm-hmm. two different things. Exactly. Yes. And it's very important to establish that because boundaries are important and they're needed, especially in forgiveness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we don't, what we don't want you to hear is that it's okay to be a doormat. That's right. You know, it's okay to get walked all over. It's okay to to be abused. You put yourself back out there. Yeah. You know, 70 times seven. No, that's not. That's not what we're talking about here. This is a matter of the heart. It's delivering that, that hurt over to God so that you are not bound in chains to it. And it's what we talked about with be free. Like the... The laws and the and the rules that God has in place for us is so that we do not have to walk burdened right. with the things that we were not meant to carry. Yes. And so that's why forgiveness that's is so right. important. He wants us to be free from carrying the burden yes. of unforgiveness because yes. it hurts our heart. It hurts our health because our hearts aren't cheerful right. like we talked about a couple of weeks yes. ago. And so it's it's for our good yes. that we're forgiving, yes. not not for um, righteousness, quote, for the sake of righteousness, right. yeah. but for our good, for our health. For it's our... not about us doing good works. Exactly. No. It, again, it goes back to the whole thing. Everything that God tells us to do in the Bible is for reasons because he loves us so yes. much. He wants us to live in such freedom that he knows holding on mm-hmm. to things yes. and not forgiving them will keep us from being truly free. Yes. Satan, on the flip of that, knows that it will keep us from being truly free. And so he sits on your shoulder and whispers into your ear constantly the opposite of truth and the culture that we live in telling us to hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. hold a grudge, yes. don't forgive, you have the right Right. And so it keeps us in bondage. It's really what it's all it about. It, that's yeah. what be still be free is all about. It's about bondage of freedom. Yeah. And there's this um, perceived power, I think, that people believe comes with unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Like by not forgiving that that's person, right. I am stronger. I have a strong, yeah, I'm stronger. I have some sort of power over them. I am not letting them off the hook. Yeah. But in reality, your unforgiveness doesn't affect anyone but you. That's right. right. You know? Right. Like, I'm not going to be hurting someone else by not forgiving them. Yeah, they don't even know. They don't know. That's right. the thing. And me going, and here's another thing. Forgiveness, we're not talking about forgiveness for the sake of being righteous, like what Sarah said. Right. Like, if I go to someone and say, I forgive you, they may not needed, they may not even know that I needed to forgive them. Right. They may mm-hmm. not have known they did anything wrong, and me telling them that I forgive them doesn't necessarily do them any good. That's exactly right. We're mm-hmm. talking about 
forgiveness in in your heart. Like the forgiveness affects you, right? Right. And you don't necessarily need to go and and tell that person. I right. found um, a Greek translation of the word forgive, which comes from the word charis, yes. which means grace. And I love this because it goes back to what we've been talking about. Gets me all geeked up. Um, <laughs> the word appears 27 times in the New Testament. Wow. It means to bestow a favor unconditionally, to show oneself gracious, kind, benevolent, or to grant forgiveness or to pardon. And mm. so this really, this that? whole idea of forgiveness goes into being kind yes. and being compassionate. Yes. And it's being a, merciful. And being yes. merciful, which, which we'll, we'll talk about, about next, next week. Yes. It's all wrapped up together. So... You cannot bestow compassion, kindness, and mercy if you're not willing to bestow forgiveness. And we talked about yeah. that, how you can have compassion for someone, and sometimes that compassion is moved in, they've made a mistake, they've done something wrong, and maybe it's not even against you, but you know it's not, it wasn't right with God's will or yes. God's word. And you have to forgive them of that in order to bestow mercy upon them. Yes. yes. Um, and so I think it's just really important to keep in context what forgiveness is. It's not, it's not, you know, getting back at somebody. Right. It's not elevating yourself above, above anyone else. I mean, really, it's about that agape love. Yeah. yeah. Because we didn't deserve to be forgiven. Exactly. The way that Christ has forgiven us. And it goes on to say that believers are to forgive each other the way Christ has forgiven us. And so, you know, I love what you said because a lot of people really believe in the whole, um, confrontation thing. Sure. Um, and I really struggle with that. I do think there's a time for confrontation, but how many times does Jesus or God sit down with you and go, I cannot believe that you did this. And I just want you to know, I'm going to forgive you. Like, right. like they've got to make a matter out of it. Right. Yeah, you right. know, I pray and all he says is you're forgiven. Right. You know, he doesn't have to be like, you weren't, you did this to me and you hurt me. And no. I just want you to know, I'm going to forgive you. Like that is not how he approaches <laughs> he says, it. Be right. a good cheer. That's right. right. Your, your sins like, are forgiven. Right. Be a good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. Give me some thanks and, and, and be a good light for me. That's what I care about. And that's, we should care enough about the other person that it's not about us. It's about them and setting them free yes. and, mm -hmm. and allowing them to not be in bondage. And that's where that. the compassion comes in. That's like right. the compassion, compassion, what we talked about last week means taking another person's pain mm -hmm. on your own, like stepping into another person's shoes yep. and forgiveness is very similar. very similar. Like we forgive because Christ forgave us. Like that's mm -hmm. where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. Like we're it's in not their if same you feel shoes. like it or no, because they came and apologized to you. I mean, you may never get an apology. Yeah. And you got to be okay with that. Yeah. And Sarah, you've talked a little bit about, yeah, we talked a little bit about, um, just some personal references to forgiveness. And for me, probably one of the toughest things, just the way I grew up, I've talked about this a little bit, just growing up very legalistic, um, very Pharisee oriented yeah, and, um, having to break free from that way of thinking, um, and there are people in my past who hurt me, mm. um, you know, and, and accused me or um, didn't accept me or whatever the case may be. You know, I could go on. I don't want to get into detail. I love these people and I love what I grew up with. But nevertheless, there are people that I would love to just hear them say now, 20 years later, that their marriages have failed or life didn't turn out exactly the way they thought they were so perfect could come and say, you know what, who was I to judge you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to get that apology. But you know what? 
it's really okay because I've gotten to a point where, you know, I went through anger and I went through some bitterness, right? but I've gotten to a point now where I'm like, listen, it's not about me. Right. Like I don't need to allow them to keep me in chains. I need to just be able to be like, Hey, listen, things happened. And now it's up to me how much power I give to those things. Yes. And God will deal with all of well, that. The, he totally will. And like, here's, there's a great verse in Isaiah 35, three through four that talks about that. Like when we're able to forgive and just trust when there is a true injustice done that God is going to take care yeah. of it. Um, and it says, so with confidence and hope in this message, strengthen those with feeble hands, shore up the weak, need and weary. Tell those who worry the anxious and the fearful take strength, mm. have courage. There's nothing to fear. Look here, your God right here is your God. The balance is shifting. God will right all wrongs. Mm -hmm. None other than God will give you success. He is coming to make you safe. That's that awesome. is so and beautiful. That verse God has given to me before in situations where I had to forgive when I didn't want to mm -hmm. because of great and gross injustices that were done. Right. Right. Yeah. And I had to completely just trust he is going to right he those will. wrongs. Yes. He will. And I need to just yes. trust and that. And who better to do it than him? Right. Because he does it so perfectly and mm -hmm. we can't. And then, and like, I needed to move on. Right. I needed to give so I could move on. Like, mm -hmm. we will stay stuck and stuck and stuck well, exactly where we're at. And if we do not forgive. And that's Satan because he's saying, well, yeah. what about me? Yeah. Come and on. I, what about you? What about your feelings? Right. What about that hurt mm. that they did to you? You deserve better the than that. Game. The victim game. Yeah. The whole is so easy the victim to become game the victim. is real, real easy. And, you know, I've heard, I guess, I mean, I think I was in youth group when I heard this. I think my youth pastor said it, and it has always stuck with me. He said, unforgiveness leads to bitterness. It does. And bitterness blackens the heart. It does. Ooh, yeah. It's so true. It is so true. I mean, I, I don't know. This is going to sound stupid. Now I don't even want to say it, but now I'm starting to have to. Um, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I watched this show. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm admitting this. I watched that show Once Upon a Time. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> but there's, you know, the evil witch or mm -hmm. whatever, and she mm -hmm. takes out people's hearts, and mm -hmm. it's this glowing little, like, fake beating heart. Right. And um, But hers is black. And, you oh, know, and it's wow. like, and it, that's the picture that I get is this black heart that's hard and yeah. small and like, and that's what bitterness does. And bitterness mm -hmm. stems from un unforgiveness. And so he knows it. Yeah, it does. And, you know, and this is the thing. Now, this is the hard part. This is where it gets really difficult and really hard for me personally, even is bitterness is caused by unforgiveness um, for others unforgiveness for others is caused by unforgiveness for yourself. Mm. If you're not able to un, like to forgive other people, it's because you're not able to forgive yourself. Yeah. Like mm. there, there's things in your life that you maybe you have done forgiven. that you mm -hmm. haven't forgiven yourself for. Yeah. Wow. And that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. And that's a, a pill that I had to swallow. And there's this verse and, um, I mean, when you're not able to forgive yourself, that, that means that your life is filled with guilt. Yeah, that right. means that your heart and your, your, I mean, your mind, your body is heavy with guilt. And I've experienced that last year, especially. And um, there's this verse, I don't want to read all of it, but it's Psalm 32 and it's David. And he's talking about um, dealing with guilt. And he says things like, um, my body wasted away through all my groaning all day long. Um, your hand was heavy, a potty, uh, uh, heavy upon me and my vitality was drained away with the fever of heat and summer. Um, I mean, like he is just my, um, just eaten up with guilt and he goes on and on. And, um, and that is just, I think a perfect description mm. of what it feels like when you're dealing with guilt yep. mm -hmm. and, um, 
And I think that there's some people who really need to address the guilt that they are feeling because I think that it's stemming, it's what's causing this unforgiveness, this bitterness, and then these really hard cold. Guilt and shame, I would guilt say. Guilt and shame, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I have seen people um, around me, um, to me, they are so good at pointing the finger at you, like you've done something to them because you haven't made them happy enough. You didn't invite them out enough. You didn't. And I would just urge people to really make sure that when you're talking about needing to forgive someone, it's because they've sinned you, sinned against you. Yes. It's not because they have a different personality and maybe they don't right. fill your cup the way you want them to. Mm. It's not because um, maybe they just do life differently right. and, and they don't even know that, that they're not being what you need of them. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's, you I mean, girls especially, <laughs> we get so catty and snarky and... Um, you know, I have a friend who had a friend and this friendship was just like taffy, pulling it apart. It was so thick Ah. and it was always about, you know, you're not doing this for me and you're not doing that for me. And you've caused me so much hurt. And like, no, that's, that's not really what we're talking about here. That's again, when you're so looking at yourself and wanting everybody else to make you happy. And I'm just going to tell you, people are not going to make you happy. Yeah. Your cup's got to be filled by Christ and Christ alone because Mm -hmm. everybody else will let you down. Yeah. So make sure you don't get caught up in the cattiness of, you know what, Monica, you didn't call me enough, or I can't believe you went out with Amber and didn't invite me. I need to forgive you. Like, no, that's, that's not a biblical wronging. That is, that is a narcissistic, selfish, I'm expecting you to make me happy way of looking at life. And so when we talk about forgiving yourself and forgiving others and shame, um, you know, you really have to stop and sit there for a minute and say, really am Am I being what am I mad about? Or am, is it me? <laughs> right. Because again, yeah. when you're pointing that finger to somebody yes. else, there's three pointing back at yourself. So are you really the one that's making life so difficult for everyone else? Or is everyone else really making life difficult for you? Yes. And be careful at what you confront about. Because confronting someone on sin is much different than confronting them because they have a different personality yes. or different gift set or they didn't fill your cup enough. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good point. There's this quote, resentment is the poison you feed yourself hoping someone else will die. Oh, mm-hmm. isn't that just love that. It's kind of the same thing we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it is. And, you know, back to this whole, you know, forgiving yourself thing, I think it's the same way. And what even more turmoil and conflict do you have on the inside when you're res- you have resentment, but it's against yourself. Yeah. Like what is the sick kind of circle game that you play in your mind right. when you're not forgiving yourself? You right. guys, I had, um, this relationship with this person and there, I did some bad things. Like I did some things wrong to this person. And then this person did some things wrong to me and the relationship relationship just imploded and it was awful and, um, died. You know, the relationship was just, you know, cut off. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I knew that there were things that I did wrong that I never apologized to this person for. And I needed to, and, um, last year that person committed suicide mm. and I never made things right. Uh. And the guilt and the like unforgiveness that I had for myself was the heaviest, hardest, worst kind of, you know, pain that yeah. I had ever felt, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so that's something that I've been working through for a year now is this whole back and forth with like, 
forgiving myself for this relationship that was broken that I never repaired, you know, when I had done some things wrong that I felt like I needed to. And so um, what I would want to say is like to those people who are struggling with, um, you know, forgiving yourself that I've been there. And one of the things that really helped me in forgiving myself for this was um, like being aware of the lesson, Mm -hmm. like examining what I learned from it and not making the same mistake again. So there were other people in my life at that time that I had cut ties with, that I had, you know, done the whole, like, uh, not speaking to game that I had done with this person. And I went through every single one of them and repaired the relationship, sent them Mm -hmm. emails, Facebook messages, whatever I had to do and said, Hey, look, whatever it was that, that ended this relationship, whatever it was that I did to you or you did to me, I just want you to know, it's done. It's right. over. Like Move I've on. let go of it. And I, and I want us to be good. And did you feel free? Freedom so in that? free, so yeah. free. And it made me examine, you know, all these other aspects of my life. But, um, it really, I mean, it totally helped me yeah. to move on and I'll never make that mistake again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, and that would be a huge encouragement. That would be my first practical application actually for this lesson is, um, to examine the lesson, look at what you've learned from the mistakes that you've made. You know, if you're having a hard time forgiving yourself, look, look back and, and take something from it. Because Mm -hmm. once you can do that, then, um, it makes it feel like it wasn't all for nothing. Right. Right. You know, um, the next practical application would be when you're trying to forgive another person for something that they've done to you is put yourself in their shoes. It's that whole compassion thing. Empathize with them. Try and see things from their perspective, right. you know. Um, and the next one is pray for that person. And that one may be the hardest. Um, it's never easy to pray for someone that you're mad at. Right. You know, that you have bitterness against. But I can promise you that when you're praying for someone that you're upset with or that you have unforgiveness for or resentment for, um, God will give you a love for that person that you didn't have before because he'll help you to see that person from the way that he sees them and he sees them as his child, you know? Yeah. And then, um, the last thing would be see a counselor forgiveness. Um, forgiveness doesn't always come easy. You may need help working through some things that have happened to you and that's okay. Don't ever feel ashamed to go to a counselor and, and get help for this kind of thing. That's right. Um, forgiveness doesn't free up the other person. It frees up you. And that's, that's what we're here, you know, to -hmm. talk about here at be still be free is being still and being free. And part of that in forgiveness, um, part of that is forgiveness, That's right. forgiving others and forgiving yourself. The, and the only thing I would add to is, um, being, be willing to ask for forgiveness because when you're willing to humble yourself to ask forgiveness from other people, it makes you more forgiving in nature. Um, and I had something happen a couple weeks ago. I was at a conference and I got so wrapped up in self doubt and insecurity and like my own issues. I couldn't see past my own head. And, um, I missed the opportunity to really connect with some people that I was looking forward, looking forward to connecting with. And I emailed them when I got home and I just was like, I'm so sorry. Like I really wanted, like they had no clue, but I was like, I really just had wanted to spend some more time with you. And I could not escape my own junk that weekend. And, um, you know, they were very gracious to me and 
whatever. But since then it has made me more forgiving when other things have happened to me because I had humbled myself to ask forgiveness when I felt like I needed it. That's a really good point. So be willing to be humble because when you ask for forgiveness from other people, it will make you more forgiving It will when they come to you. That's a really good point. And and do ask for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important, like, especially those of us who are moms or I won't even just say moms. If you're, if you're, um, you know, a coworker, a manager, boss, owner, whatever you are, it goes back to the the whole tongue and honor, yeah. kindness and honor. Mm-hmm. When you humble yourself enough to go and apologize for messing up or doing something, um, it lets that person know you're real, you're mm-hmm. authentic, you're human, respectful. Yeah. You know, and there's I just, nothing that will disarm a situation more than, than saying. Will you forgive That's me? That's exactly oh, right. Absolutely. That is so, so it's true. It's the most vulnerable thing that you can do. And vulnerability yeah. is the great equalizer when it comes to and relationships. It, and, and the whole deal is, is just keeping the body of Christ as one. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to be best friends with everybody. We're not meant to be best friends with everybody, but we can be respectful. We mm-hmm. can be kind, compassionate, forgiving, merciful. Yeah. Um, we can be those things without yeah. being each other's best friends. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Amber, Good thank job, you so babe. much for oh, facilitating today. You did a fantastic job. Thank you. See, and you're 30 minutes over with. <laughs> hey, so do you. <laughs> Sarah, would you close this out in prayer, please? Absolutely. <laughs> Father God, Lord, thank you just so much for what you laid on Amber's heart and just revealed to her in um, the topic of forgiveness. I know this is a big one out there. Um, I know I have friends who've just told me how unwilling they are to forgive certain people. Um, but there is such freedom to know that you have moved beyond hurt Mm. and despair and decided to just give it over to God and not be in bondage to that. Um, I pray for our listeners that if there is anyone who needs the spirit of courage to go and apologize and make things right, that they will. And those who need the spirit of courage to be the forgiver and to give it to you and let you pass it on and, and take it as far east as from the west, that we do that as well, Lord. Give us a spirit of courage, but also of humility, that we just remember that if you can be a forgiving God the way that you were um, as Jesus walked the earth and as you are every day, that we too can be forgiving on a very small scale. Lord, we just thank you for the way that you're revealing yourself to us and the freedom that you desire for us to have, Lord. Uh, Continue to do your work in our lives, and in your name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.